Mine's uh, mine's sort of just just on its way back. You've got a really nice, like, bristly kind of, yeah. um, like a badger hair shaving brush effect going on at the moment. It's nice. It's a bit weird. <laughs> it's a bit, <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You're joining the classic threesome. We're not in the fuck bunker. Only one of us is in the fuck bunker this week. It's Russ, because of course it's his fuck bunker. We're just people who exist within it. Anyway. There are actually about eight to ten people in here. They're just all keeping a a low profile. And also social distancing, I would hope. As much as is possible in a two metre square space. Everyone (laughs) taped to the walls. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Look, if you're joining us on the YouTube stream tonight, hello. You're all YouTubers and you're all fine by me. If you're listening to us on whatever way you like to listen to podcasts, whether that's on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes or any other podcatcher, thank you for listening to us. You make up the majority of our listeners slash viewers. But just to let you know, there is actually a stream that you could be watching right now, although few days before anyway we are going to be taking a look at the news we're going to have yes. a, a, yes, yes. Yes. some big news and some tiny yes. news yes. and we're also going to be having a little bit of catch-up should time allow it and we'll also update you on all the bits and bobs that we're doing at the moment including our world cup of movie villains anyway before we get into that let's just introduce everyone russ hello hello dan hello hi tom i'm just sitting here thinking I'm so glad my beard is so glossy and shiny, thanks to my original beard oil by Johnny's Shop Shop. Chop Shop. Uh, you wow, can get it from get it from pretty much anywhere. But, that sounds expensive, Dan. To get yeah. a beard looking that good, is it expensive? Um, no, it's very reasonable. In fact, it's very ah. reasonable. I think you can get it for like three pounds a bottle. So, well, let me have a think about how good your beard looks while I sup from my cup, my Bodum cup that keeps my tea at the perfect temperature. <sighs> it does look good. Ah, nice. If anything, if anything's too hot. And it, <laughs> anything is too hot. That's Bodum heat for you there. <laughs> Bodum. I thought. Okay, anyway. I thought if I can't beat you guys, and I can't get near you because I'm not allowed to. to, no, to hang on. You. You, I, I'm not part of this. Hmm. Do you not? Do you not? Have you not got anything you want to get Sponsor. for free? That's how this works. I've, I've got plenty of things I'd like to get for free. I'm just okay. slightly more realistic about our prospects of getting picked up as brand ambassadors for major luxury brands yeah well we're, we're, we're all after it's a heated cups and some beard oil like you never know yeah put it put it out there it's definitely our sort of demographic of listeners would be the perfect people for bodum yeah. bodum and those chairs you carry around on your back you know <laughs> everyone our age group likes to sit down every once oh, in a while you like the camping with chairs. a cup of tea yes so sponsored by bodum and millet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. What you're basically saying is you really want to take up fishing, but <laughs> yeah. want someone to provide you with all the all the necessary sitting by the river for hours on end. Absolutely. But yeah. I still wear cool graphic tees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Top. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, this is just this is this is from next. I've been wearing it for months. Right now, if um, we can keep this vamping going for 45 minutes, that will cover the fact that there's no news. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and of course, is, is the fact that there is no news in itself some news? Ah, there you go. News. There's it no is. news. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Yeah. And I am Tom. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Okay, now let's talk about the fact we've got no news and that that is in itself a news story. Lots of little news. I've got tons of tabs open and I reckon we can route through it in about 20 minutes because I get the feeling everything I've got prepared (sighs) is probably um, stuff that um, will will be very much cool. That's some cool news. What's next? So, yeah. Should we get to it? Should we do some news? Sure. I mean, you know, don't get us too excited. Yeah, I know. If you tuned in, I hope I hope you like our company rather than information. Information's never really been our strong point. Nope. I'd I'd always genuinely like if there are people who are actually coming here looking for informed opinion, then they're going to get a very twisted view of the world. They're going to get the correct view of the world, Russ. Oh, it'll be correct. Yeah, Yeah. but just a lot of people Uh, won't agree with that. No. Yes, our view is very correct. Right. More correct than everyone else's. Uh, correct, Xbox Game Pass adds new game that's not even out yet. Ooh. Uh, coming to Xbox Game Pass, the early access version of Second Extinction. Uh, it's a co-op shooter, I believe, where three of you, up to three of you, can um, join in to take on mutated dinosaurs. Sounds quite fun. Mutated dinosaurs? Not just your regular I'm dinosaurs. so sick of dealing with regular, everyday, unmutated dinosaurs that this is going to be a real breath of fresh dead. air. I mean, when, when, they, when they say mutated dinosaurs, what are they talking about? Are they talking like weird, weird legs or... I suppose mutated sounds better than just weird dinosaurs. Yeah. I, I always assume mutated dinosaurs generally. like So the sharks in Deep Blue... Let me say Deep Blue something. Deep Blue Sea... Mm. They were mutated sharks, or were they genetically modified sharks? You know, I love asking these questions when Duncan's not. When here. They, didn't they? Hello, have, Duncan. Thanks. I for don't watching. think I've actually even seen that movie. I oh, don't. Don't. He's so desperate for you to say hello to him. Ignore him. Oh, hello to everyone that's watching yeah, except for Duncan. Um, when the sharks in DBC wouldn't they have some sort of like artificial intelligence, a, a sort of they were smart sharks. Yes, they were ill-tempered. Ill-tempered <laughs> smart, smart sharks. sharks. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's the one. Hello, um, Duncan. You, you're saying hello to Duncan, then. I am saying hello to him. That's nice. So, is a shark Only a fish? On my terms. No, no, sharks aren't fish. They're not fish. What no. are they then? Birds. Reptiles. Oh, sharks are actually technically a type of banana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is that right? Yeah, that's what I figured yeah. as well. Yeah. Do you know what is? They're definitely fish. Whales and dolphins. One hundred percent. Oh, fish. definitely fish. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Otherwise, what are they doing in the water? Yeah. Exactly pricks dolphins dolphins are great as well marine biology profession does like to make it complicated basically is it in the water fish yes no fish not fish there you go that's all there is to it yeah exactly it's like ah but hang on if i get into the water am i a fish yeah yeah check check the flow chart are you in the water yeah yeah fish Ah. there you go yeah that's how it works that's science it's probably really easy to get a marine biology degree yeah, I bet it yeah, is. And what, what have you got to worry about? It's H2O. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Two yeah. hydrogen mollycoddles and one oxygen thing. Yeah. And that's water and yeah. a bit of salt in there. That's yeah. the sea. Yeah. Water's um, not difficult. We drink it every day. How hard can that be? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, whatever. Exactly. We're most, we're, are we like, most of us are water as well, aren't we? Well, I think that's bullshit, isn't it? 
as it turns yeah. out. Yeah. Don't fucking talk to me about water. I'm 75% yeah. water, yeah, so, okay? So, fuck you, see. You know, yeah, fuck you, see. Yeah. Uh, Jamie and, said, I, and I am saltier than the whole ocean. <laughs> Jamie says, uh, seals, fish. Yep. Yeah. And he also says puffin, fish. Now, isn't there a funny story about this, though? Isn't this? Doesn't this actually lead on to a puffin being considered a fish by, I think it was, was it Inuits? So that they could eat them. <laughs> it's something like that. There is a funny story about it somewhere. It's not in the news, though, is it? Oh, maybe crack, open, crack open a puffin. Yep. You know, just... When, like, chickens <laughs> considered fish yeah. in early christianity so yeah. that you could eat them on a friday yeah something like that i'm very poorly informed when it comes to yeah, history but th- yeah. i also know at least two people who claim to be vegetarian but they eat <laughs> chicken and fish on the weekend i'm like what you're not, you're not fucking vegetarian there are there has been no less than six comments since we started talking about fish all from duncan <laughs> and I'd read them out, but we've got another news piece to get on with. So look, we've put yep. the fish, we've put fish to bed. <laughs> exactly right? done, sorted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, of course, if you take them out of the water to put in bed, not a fish anymore. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you can get in some trouble with animal protection groups taking fish out of the water. Well, as soon as you take a fish out of water, it becomes a dinner. <laughs> Dan, yeah. Dan says people say my stepdad drinks like a fish. What does that make him? A fish. If he's doing it in the sea, yeah, a fish, fish, yeah, fish. Okay, Duncan's actually said something interesting here, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it. In medieval times, all seabirds and waterfowl were considered fish, so they could be eaten during Lent and on Friday. That is the That's hungry. Broadly, what I said, except with a bit more detail and accuracy and and certainty that he's right. And I am joking, of course. Duncan is one of the most intelligent people I know. So, so yeah. It, well, okay. Is he? I mean, I'm not a doctor. But, you know, yeah. I mean... To be fair to him, Duncan is sort of a double doctor because he's Dr. Dr. Smallman. He is, yeah. He's a double doctor. Yeah. His initials are DR. What <laughs> a nerd. Dr. DR Smallman, so yeah. He's Dr. Dr. Smallman. What right, a come nerd. On. News. He's, he news, is news, news, news. fucking loving this right now because like, <laughs> all we've done is talk about him. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Netflix announces Play Something Shuffle feature. Days of spending all your no. time trying to... no. No. <laughs> Fucking hell, Netflix. You're not a fan. Very begrudgingly, I will hand it to it that it is the best user interface of all the streaming services. And it when is. you use some. So like on Disney Plus, if you're watching something and you're like, oh, no, hang on, no, it's not this episode. I want another one. You, there's no way to go back to like the list of programs for that no. the list of episodes for that show. You've got to exit out completely and then search for it again. Kind annoying. However, Netflix and it's, oh, you wanted to just sit there and think for a second. No, here's a trailer for something you're not interested in. Attitude mm. needs to stop. Yeah. And putting a, mm. just, just, just press one button and then lie back and let your eyeballs get injected with this. But feature. that's what this is. You just hit play I'm something. Not, I'm not up for it. You've got, you've got whatever it decides to play for you. Do you know what I don't thing, like? You know, you're, you're half an hour late for work the next day. It's not good. Do you know what I don't like? I don't like how comfortable YouTube is getting interrupting my five-minute videos twice oh, with 20-second adverts. They're getting very... There's a, there are more... It's not just me, is it? There are a lot more YouTube adverts. A lot adverts. more adverts. A lot more. I mean, I'm guessing since they launched oh, YouTube Premium. I was, I was about to say, I wouldn't know I've signed up to YouTube Premium, said no one ever. 
like yeah now youtube adverts are getting very very intrusive and very well timed as well to the point where they say oh well it's just an algorithm that you know it's the computer that comes in and it, it sorts this out bullshit someone is figuring out on the bigger videos where to put these adverts uh, at the most intrusive possible point if it's a pc video on, it's on their always like just pull these major, the fucking graphics card on, yeah. on the biggest people yeah. with the biggest numbers of subscribers yeah there probably is somebody going in and hand hand doing them the people that are like whatever the terminology is but like the top tier mm. youtube partners yeah yeah somebody somebody probably does go through all their content and work out how to best monetize anyway. the ad spaces like how hard could it be to set up like just like a home page for one of these fucking streaming services how can netflix get it so right and every other single one get it so wrong well, I think it's, it's that classic thing of it. It seems so easy, but it's it only is that good and that effortless because they've spent millions and millions of dollars on user interface and user experience research. Yeah. I guess the point is what Dan's saying is like, like Netflix exists. Hmm. All these other streaming services have sort of arrived in the last couple of years, yeah. And Netflix has been doing what it's what you know has been working how it works for at least the last couple of years. So it's almost like, yeah, there, why don't you just there's the blueprint and copy it yeah 100 yeah. percent. like all four i mean come on seriously oh my god all you don't four. have to be this shit <laughs> amazon prime's <laughs> the one that gets me so like oh that's fucking terrible it, it really is because yeah. the content half really the stuff good. on there it's like yeah. oh did you want to watch that yeah i know you've paid but you haven't like paid paid so yes. more money please and then you can watch that they the, on the on the iPad they've at least given you the option to turn on a, a, a function that says it will only bring up the stuff that's on the streaming service now, which should have happened about two years ago. But um, the, the worst part is when you go. So you want to watch The Office, right? There's ten seasons of The Office. Cool, just hit play. Want to watch the first episode? Hang on, this is the first episode of season five. And because I wasn't paying attention, because I bleary in in a bleary eyed manner, managed to just you know fart ass my way to the one thing that i wanted to fucking watch eventually it's an amazing um, term it's um it's given me like halfway through season five because of it, that's where you stopped watching it the first time it's it just does and, and it splits everything up into series never do that never let me just flick through it myself i'll work it out it's fine that's the one <laughs> thing you can trust me with but a, a, a shuffle service for netflix kind sounds kind of fun because the amount of times no. I, I flick through Netflix and I don't find something I want to watch. And yet yeah, but I this find just like makes six... it harder to... Because now, instead of just going, no, 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 looking at the thumbnails, you have to click next, mm. wait for it to connect, load up a few seconds, start playing, you work out what it is, and then you go, no, next. This, it's going to take a lot longer to aimlessly scroll through pages and pages of content, which, let's face it, is what most people do when they're watching netflix anyway yeah but i'm kind of cool with that i, I still like the, the idea that it's chosen me something at random even though i've gone through 600 shows until i found the one that i actually wanted to watch the first place anyway which is just me re-watching the expanse on amazon prime but um but i've heard of that it's all right not for you tom you wouldn't like it it's a bit cerebral yeah. mate um so it's <laughs> don't do that to me <laughs> Don't, don't make out like it's too smart for me. I think it probably is. I think that's probably what it is. Like, it's... Um, like, I think all the Fast and Furious films are on there anyway, so you can just watch them instead. I'd rather shit in my hand and clap. <laughs> you know, I say that. I quite like the Fast and Furious films, but 
yeah. more on that later. Don't, I mean, yeah. don't don't try and pretend like we haven't had Jason Statham nights We've several had. times. <laughs> Basically, any time a Jason Statham film comes out, it's a Statham night. Mm-hmm. This is mm. good. Uh, Duncan says Emma's watching. Hello, Emma. Hi, How are Emma. you? Emma. Yeah. I mean, right. also Emma, you don't have to. Yeah. It's up. To it's you. very nice that you are. Thank you. But yeah. Jamie says Netflix has gone downhill with content. Kind of agree. I think Amazon Prime's kind I mean, of Well, they're losing a, a lot bit. of stuff to things like Hulu and Peacock and mm. Disney Plus and mm. various can, other. Have, having spent a good amount of time in HBO Max, I can tell you that's pretty shit as well in terms of just like a interface. It's not great. Mm. Uh, Dan says, I know what Netflix should do. Scheduled broadcasts. You don't get to choose what you to watch to just show your shows for you. And if it's the future of online streaming. I mean, it, w- it would not surprise me if they announced that with great fanfare. <laughs> no, it, 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 you pretty much get that anyway. Like the big TV series people watch as they um, as they come up anyway. So it's 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 kind of it's kind of eating itself, isn't it? That you're going back to to uh to yeah almost scheduled broadcasting because you're trying to watch something before someone the, the way up. it's splintered up so much it's mm. starting to feel a bit like oh we've not got you know back when you had different cable providers and you'd get different channels on them yeah like, oh, we've got ntl we don't get that yeah it's getting to the point where we all feel quite guilty about the sheer volume of content that we've consumed in a binge over the last 12 months that we're like Ah, do you remember Hobbit spread? Do you remember remember how it used to be, you know, when we used to sit and wait for programs and stuff? I quite probably just think, like, you know, I've got all these subscriptions and basically what I do with them is watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine for the 400th time (laughs) while doing the ironing. And that's about it. Yeah. Um, Paul Paul says, full remastering of Babylon 5 is on Prime and they're they're at extra cost. I'm guessing no extra cost. We all know what you have to say about Babylon 5. No, Babylon 5 is really good. I'm going to stand up for it. It's a big pile of shit. It's not, though. It's not, though. It's good. Get out. It's slow. It takes a bit of time to get going, but when it gets going, it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. So, like a morning shit. A bit slow to get going, but yeah. once it's going, it's gone. And it's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Satisfying. Jamie recommends we just watch Aliens again. This is what we should do. Let's just come on here and get them get, get people watching us to recommend TV shows to us. Go with that. That's fine by me. Uh, Duncan says Emma's being forced to watch. Um, <clears throat> well, it's on the internet now, Duncan, so you're in trouble. Um, it's on the internet forever. Yeah. Mike Tyson reveals Fight with Lennox Lewis is official. Well, I kind of included this because it's just how boxing is getting ridiculous. So Mike Tyson is fighting Lennox Lewis, which is ridiculous. We've got Floyd Mayweather who's an actual boxer fighting Logan Paul. That, What's that going is on? ridiculous. Yeah. I, so I, I get that it's popular, but yeah. that's not a sporting competition. No, that's... I mean, I'd imagine that would be Floyd May- Mayweather beating the shit out of um, Logan Paul. <coughs> hmm. Which, I mean, what, I, I don't know. Because like, everyone <laughs> Logan Paul has boxed so far is not a boxer. No, but he's been he's been very good. But what he's been very good at is the marketing before it. Yeah, he's no, he's no good at boxing. Hmm. I mean, he's better than I am, yeah. but not by that much compared to a professional boxer. Yeah. Paul Edge says, uh, Babylon 5 is the most important piece of science fiction TV in the last 30 years. The words of Tech Radar. It's good, though. I'll, I'll um, give him that. 
It's not the expanse though. I've seen better sci-fi on my telly. Have you? Yeah. I, I, I suggest going back and watch Babylon five. I did that and it was worth it. Really, really good. Uh here we go. Weekly cyberpunk news. Oh, on the, when they talk about a remaster of Babylon Five, mm. is it like actually because they anything made in like the nineties mm. suffers when it comes to upscaling oh. it because all mm. the special effects shots were rendered at standard definition, and you can't you can't do anything better with them. Yeah, so stuff that was shot on film, you can just rescan it. Yeah, but things that were you know, CGI that was created at that resolution, you can't really do much with it unless you actually go back and remake those shots. So is that, is that what they've done? I don't know. Bear in mind that, you know, for the, the the prize piece of CGI in Babylon 5, you could probably recreate now in about 10 minutes for 50 quid. It was done on an Amiga, wasn't it? That was the big thing. I remember, I remember reading something about it being done on Amigas. It's been a long time since I watched the Babylon 5 behind-the-scenes DVD extra features. I, I'm saying it's worth a watch, but the problem I've got is that I will always end up watching The Expanse again if I log on to Amazon Prime, except for watching Invincible, which is fucking brilliant. Would The Expanse exist without Babylon 5? Probably not. That's a fair point. Probably not. I would imagine Babylon 5 did... Between Babylon 5 and Star Trek The Next Generation probably opened the way for things like Farscape, Babylon... Not Babylon 5. Battlestar Galactica firefly and the expanse so yeah i would like to point out at this point that i've not seen a single episode of babylon 5 in my entire life watch it man it, it, um, it, i'm i am i'm not going to do that let's face it okay well at least watch the late series of the expanse so i can talk to you about it and would any that, of those series well, I've, I've sort of started the expanse from the beginning but at the rate i'm progressing it's going to take about two years to get to okay so just watch season five mm, would, would any of those started series... episode one now would any of those series exist without space yeah without so space no no space is the original sci-fi yeah space opera yeah. final yeah. frontier yeah james says invincible is amazing and must watch i totally agree new cyberpunk 277 hot fixes a whole bunch of bugs can't this wait is this is not the exact same story that we had last time and the time before that and the time before that yep for people who care it is a few more bugs related to specific quests. Yeah. Fixing NPC clothing issues, some performance, some memory issues. Although I can categorically say that today, during lunchtime, I fired it up for a quick half an hour, little pootle around the city, and within 10 minutes, it had blue-screened of death my computer. Oh, my God. So there are no other game. On my, so there are points when I think to myself, shit, is my computer fucked? Like, is something? Is there something going wrong? No other game I have on my computer that I run at maximum settings, or you know, I tax that taxes my computer. Does it crash? Only mm. Cyberpunk, which basically makes me just—it's like it is, it is a fundamentally fucked up, broken piece of shit at points. Yeah, um, you know, and it's—it's it's, this is the point that really bugs me. It's like I looked at some of the hotfixes down here, and it yeah. said. There are a few more odds and ends included in the hotfix addressing, for instance, a phone that doesn't work in the New Dawn Fades quest, which is basically like quest critical. Mm. Like if you can't answer a phone in that quest, this particular phone that wasn't working, you can't go anywhere further in this mission. There was an elevator that didn't work in a side gig called in death, Until Death Do Us Part, mm. which, again, if you can't get in that fucking elevator, that quest is never completing. You are just going to have it on your list forever in your particular game 
And again, another one was a faulty maintenance panel in Riders on the Storm, which is actually a, a, a sort of a, a critical path mission um, that prevented players from using weapons or consumables. Weapons in a first-person RPG shooter uh, and consumables, obviously health replenishment and stuff like that. It's crazy. And I, I've sent you enough photos of, mm. of, of NPCs basically looking like they're frozen in carbonite, like mm. in walls and stuff like that. It's just... it's. I was actually finding it a more stable game to play before the last 1.2 patch, the big one that came out. All these little hotfixes just seem to be fucking everything up even worse. Uh, it's just glitching to hell. Here's the thing, though, Tom. It's kind of our fault uh, because, in other news, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 developers doesn't think fans understand how ambitious the game was to make. Oh, don't. That is such a... <sighs> yeah. It was their choice to release it when they released it. Yep. So, you know, if it was too... Maybe you didn't understand how ambitious mm. it was when mm. you said we will release it at mm. this point and then stuck to that when it was very clear that you were not remotely fucking finished. During a G- recent live stream, Powell Sasko, who works as the lead quest designer on Cyberpunk 27.7, addressed mm. some fans' inquiries about how the game turned out as it did. I saw some people asking, like, what happened, Sasko said, while on camera. What happened was that we have reached for a new IP and we've tried to learn as much as we can. Our goals have been super ambitious. I don't really feel like the players and the journalists fully completely understand how difficult it was to make this game. Right, okay. Ambition. I'm all for it. I'm all for ambition. I'm all for people reaching for new IPs. And for God's sake, we need more new IPs these days. And things like Mirror's Edge, at the time, was criticised for being different and out of the ordinary and stuff but it was a genuinely good interesting thing to see ea doing pulling a new ip out the bag cyberpunk 2077 is completely different it is not ambitious it is an open world Mm. game of which we have seen a fair few Mm. let's not you know sort of dwell on it oblivion skyrim fallout 3 fallout new vegas Fallout 4, mm. Far Cry games, all of these games that do pretty much exactly the same thing that Cyberpunk does. There's no ambition in what they did. Mm. They had a wide vision and wide scope for a fully interactive world, and they have delivered on none of the things that are ambitious for an open world game. They've delivered on none of it. They haven't even made it technical. They, in that sentence, are not even acknowledging the fact that they have even admitted that even though this game has been in development for a decade, mm. it only really started getting developed about two years ago, yeah. or t- uh, two or three years ago. Um, it, you know, I'm all for ambition, but don't fucking lie about it. Like, you just make yourself look more stupid by doing that. I, I have a certain amount of sympathy for people like the lead quest designers on cyberpunk apparently he, he was nearly crying by the end of this video i feel a bit bad about that but it does he it does go on to say i'm not saying that you guys should be giving us more credit for it you should demand a fully functioning well done game and that's your right the thing that i'm talking about is more of an acknowledgement that this was a difficult game to make a very ambitious one and we've tried to pull off as much as we could on all fronts a lot of them we I, don't, have- I don't think anyone is is denying that i mean yeah. i i can do 10 print Big Willie's 20 go to 10. Mm. That's about as far as my development experience goes. <laughs> I understand that it is a difficult thing to make yeah. this game. I didn't tell them to release it on that date. No. They, you know, you do it, you finish it, you release it. Yeah. 
Not anymore, you don't. You no. have day one patches. And as yeah. I say, I've, I've got a certain amount of sympathy for for the people actually making the game. They didn't make the decisions to release yeah, it. Definitely, so. definitely. But then but don't, the don't the come day, out somebody and Somebody made a call to release it yeah. when it was so clearly not finished that it was beyond ridiculous. To be fair, I think what I'll, I'll do is I'll piggyback on what you're saying, Dan, and I will say, do you know what? I do actually genuinely feel sorry for the developers because I think actually what happened was the board and the marketing and comms function completely lost the plot mm. at some point and went mental. And we talk about certain individuals on the staff every now and then in our private chat and stuff, and I won't name names because it's not fair to bring them into it, but they are part of the system yeah. there that either didn't know or didn't care that what they were telling us on things like Night City Wire were lies yeah. because they were lies. Yeah. And that's the point. They either didn't know or they didn't care. And either one of them is pretty bad. There's a, a Stadia specific fix. Holy shit. Who is playing Cyberpunk on, on Stadia? Oh, well. Um, <clears throat> what have we got that's, here? That's their priority. We're going to get it 100% perfect for the Stadia users. Then we'll move on to like. PCs and Xboxes. Yeah, and the the, the, the Series X and uh, the um, PS5, which still don't have a release date yet. Let's put it this way. One there. of the major problems mm. that was addressed by the 1.2 patch mm. was the police, yeah. which are supposed to sort of police the city and stuff like that. But what happened before that patch was that they, if you committed a crime, the police would literally just teleport in and suddenly they would start shooting you and then you would inevitably die, or if you just walk around the corner, they would forget that you were there, and that was it. Your wanted rating would disappear. Now, a little police drone appears, mm. and then all the cops just teleport in. So they were like, "Oh, we've got a little drone now, as if it's monitoring your activity and calling police to assist you know to where you are." But they still just appear behind you. Like I just, <sighs> can I can I give you some hope for Cyberpunk? No Man's Sky went on to become really good. I have it, I'm not going to mention a name, but I have it on good authority from a friend who has recently logged into Fallout 76 and says, it's pretty fucking good now. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. So if those two games that we all discussed on this podcast as being complete shit shows to start with can become good, then there is still hope for Cyberpunk. However, don't fucking blame us if it doesn't work. That's not yeah, Also, like, yeah. No Man's Sky was like overhyped and underdelivered in terms of what you can do but the game worked it, yeah. it was a functional True. piece of software you yeah. just couldn't do as much stuff as the marketing team had made it seem like you could do that's very true very true in other whereas, ways yep sorry, sorry. just quickly whereas cyberpunk is a game where you can't do half the stuff where you can't do barely any of the stuff that the marketing department said you could do and it doesn't work. And it will crash your PC. Yeah. I, I mean, think, well, it, it's not just it's not just blurring. It's not just like it's not just going and then crashing you out to Windows and mm-hmm. then going this oh Cyberpunk flatlined sort of thing. It's literally blue screen of death. Yeah. It, it's so fucked up that it actually causes my computer to crash. That's that's a problem. It's not yeah. the game crashing. It's my entire system crashing yeah. because of that game. And also, don't don't market the whole thing on out when it's ready if it's not going to be ready when you release it yeah, yeah. like also, the, the whole the, the, so we're so cool we're cyberpunk we care about our, our uh, developers so yeah. you're going to get this when it's ready 
and then eventually oh we're under a bit of pressure now yeah. so in the meeting yeah. are we actually going to do that then jeff nah <laughs> exactly yeah yeah not a fan um no. huge nintendo switch rumor reportedly reveals 17 upcoming there's gonna be a games. huge nintendo switch yeah just a really big one what's the point of that it's like a tv with two controllers on the side of it did, did you see actually there was a, yeah. a guy that actually literally made that no he I made did. a giant Nintendo Switch. I did, so actually, yes. It's like a full-size TV, and he made functional Joy-Cons that go on the side of it, and there's like a, a regular Switch buried in there somewhere. Oh, so you, it takes two people to play. It's amazing. Uh, Nintendo Switch leaks reportedly revealed 17 upcoming games, and whether any of the, all these games will end up being released on the Switch or Switch Lite remains to be seen. Some of the titles have now been thrown around by several rumours. Reports and leaks. The report begins by claiming the following four games are getting ports, remasters that will hit Switch and Switch Lite. Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, Dark Souls 2 remastered, <gasps> Tales of Destiny 2, and a nostalgic yes. Zelda game like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Adding to this list of titles, the report mentions the following games with the caveat that they may not be ports or remasters, but remakes. Fossil Fighters, a Sonic game, a Virtual Boy title, and Time Splitters. Virtual Boy title. Yeah. Title. Yeah. I bet you'd be a Wario because that was the one that everyone really liked. Hey, I've been playing on my Virtual Boy for forever and I'm yeah. fine, okay? My neck hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need an osteopath. Yeah. By, um, do you mean the original Time Splitters or Time Splitters? It looks like the original Time Splitters. Oh, and we forgot to mention that someone found the right code so you can now, if you want, play Time Splitters 2 in 4K on uh, that home front game someone found Xbox. it yeah so you amazing. can so yeah so it turns out yeah, so somebody reverse engineered it from the source code yeah amazing what to go and look for you can actually play the whole whole of time splits 2 on um home front uh revolution i think it is in 4k on the xbox amazing. Hmm. i'm not See, sure if there's been a bit of a like bump in the sales of that game because of that yeah well that's the i i bought it because i knew there was a, like a little easter egg that you could go and play a bit of time splitters didn't realize it was the whole fucking game though which is cool. Um, uh, yeah, so that's quite exciting. A couple of bits and bobs in there that I quite like. Dark Souls 2 Remaster. From what I understand, the Dark Souls version on Switch is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls Remastered on mm-hmm. the Switch is one of my favourite ways to play Dark Souls. I'd be up for a bit of Majora's Mask if that's what's coming up. Coming oh, yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, Time Splitters as well. And a Sonic game of some kind, apparently. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the bit that doesn't. I mean, the, the one that really interests me is is a Virtual Boy game. I mean, that's that's interesting. Yeah, Virtua, Virtual, Virtual Boy, Virtual Virtu- Boy, Virtual Boy, Virtual, yeah. Virtual Boy, like a Virtual Boy, a Virtual Boy. Yeah, you are virtually a boy. Um, Disco Elysium and Godfall may be offered as games of the month on. Uh, PlayStation Plus next month, which is very good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I got to say, Disco Elysium. If you haven't played it, I would recommend it to anyone. It's an excellent and very weird and twisted, heartfelt, mm. emotional, dramatic, very cool. And now the director's cut version, fully voice is is fully voiced everything like in the the, the very first version i played mm. a lot of the sort of text is just stuff you read and it's a pleasure to read but now it's been brilliantly voiced by the narrator who, who recorded three hundred and fifty thousand lines of 
uh, of vocals for this new director's cut. It is it's possibly one of the best adventure games that you will ever play. It's absolutely amazing. Nice. Or just shut there. It's weird. It's a great game. It's so cool. Uh, so so cool. A little bit of Resident Evil news. Ooh. Resident mm-hmm. Evil Four getting a VR remake. I have bought that game so many times. Yeah. And now I'm going to have to buy a VR headset as well. Yeah, this is the most expensive version I'll have bought because I'll have yeah. to buy the headset to to go with it as well, yeah. Fuck's sake. Oh, I know. Apparently it, it, it's very good in VR, though. I've, I've heard that. And now I really want VR and I want... Did you guys ever different. play Resident Evil 7 in VR at all? No, fuck that. No. <laughs> it, it's meant to be very good, but yeah. so terrifying that nobody can bear it for more than about 10 minutes. <laughs> it's too It's too close. It's mm. too close to you. Um, when you're playing just as normal, I don't know if, you, if you've seen the mould creatures, the black mm. sort of creature with the faces full of teeth and stuff. There's a there's a bit early on in the game where you go down spoilers by the way, mm. you go down into the cellar um of the of the house and there's a certain room where the atmosphere suddenly drops very low and there's yeah. this kind of like ominous music and like four or five of these things just appear out of piles of mould in the floor. And it is very claustrophobic when you're just playing in first person, you know, just mm. on, on the Xbox. That bit with a with a VR headset on is panic-filling. It's <laughs> awful. It's so awful because yeah. they're suddenly right there in front of you. And it's like, oh, God, I didn't realise they were that close. You know, it's just, yeah, it's really, mm-hmm. really creepy. And actually, it's funny because a lot of people criticise those monsters and actually said they weren't actually mm-hmm. that scary. When you have a weedy pistol... <laughs> that takes about five or six shots to take one of these things down if you don't manage to hit them in the head, which you won't do anyway because you're aiming shite in that game. But when they're right in front of your face, no way. No, no, no. no, no. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not playing that game like that. No. Um, Dan says he started playing Disco Elysium. Been interesting, weird and funny so far, he reckons. I, I'm, I'll get paid on Friday. I might buy it. I've heard nothing but good things, so I might have to it's, it's very good. Just don't expect it to be a run and gun. It's mm. not. It's about human interaction yeah. and and the power of thought and mind over matter. Mm. And it's Duncan says, cool. have we seen the trailer for the Netflix Resident Evil anime series? Um, yes, looks quite good. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, oh, more, more Resident Evil news. Resident Evil Village features reference to Resident Evil 4's Merchant. So the new yeah, Resident Evil game. Right. Uh, apparently, one of his lines will be "What are you buying?" Apparently, well, I mean, what are you buying? Yeah, yeah. Um, what makes the reference even funnier is that the Duke goes on to allude that he picked up that exact line from Resident Evil Four Merchant specifically. Ha ha! Just something an old friend of mine used to say. He says apparently. I'm not sure I like that he's in on that joke, but there we go. I'm in a cantankerous mood, apparently. Uh, Ratchet and <laughs> Clank got a got a new trailer as well, which looks quite good for PS5. Mm-hmm. I, I've got nothing more to add to that. It just looks like quite a good game. So. Um, game gets trailer. Uh, yeah, game go, gets trailer. Yeah, game gets trailer. It looks quite good. Go watch that. Yep. We're getting another DC fandom event later this year. We, the last one was really good. Like Generally, these online events have been a bit shit, but this one looks was really good we got a ton of really good trailers and like considering dc 
generally missed the mark more often than not in recent years it was nice for them uh, nice to see them actually hit the mark uh, when we got things like the batman trailer and whatnot so quite excited about that see what see what they have to offer maybe some more suicide squad well that might be out by then i don't know so there we go there's that another Uh, snyder cut hmm? another snyder cut yes well hopefully we'll get the ayers cut of the suicide squad um star wars the fate of luke skywalker's missing hand revealed uh marvel's current darth vader series continues to forge new links between the original series trilogy and the sequel trilogy uh having survived every obstacle palpatine sent his way vader finally confronts his master on exegol he even attempts to destroy the emperor with little help from lovecraftian monsters he picked up along the way unfortunately palpatine is truly element on exegol and he easily dispatches new minions i should have read this before <laughs> so confused as to oh, what, 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 he's, uh, so it's it's on Exegol you know where, so the uh, the Emperor's got Luke Skywalker's hand didn't it fall down the didn't it fall down Bespin and just presumably out into the planet well someone at some point got his lightsaber as well didn't uh, what's the face in one of the sequel ones get his lightsaber uh, that, well it is it's Luke's isn't it it's yeah. his lightsaber from the fight in Bespin yeah yeah, yeah. So I haven't actually explained how. So what? What? How? From the moment the hand got chopped off, yeah. How does it get recovered? Oh, I don't know. Oh, um, yeah, that's the only bit I care about. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't um, worry about it. Just suspend yeah. your disbelief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that they include these things and then don't actually think of how they would ever make sense. But but you're just meant to be really excited that Luke Skywalker's hands in it, or that that's the lightsaber. I'm only going to be excited if Luke's hand does a fucking cousin thing, you know, like from Adam's family thing all over the place. <laughs> Luke's hand, Luke's hand. That, that would have been a better ending to the last film if just his hand had scuttled in and dealt with everything. Uh, Dan says, best thing about the Darth Vader comics is the supporting character, Dr. Afra, that had her own spin-off comic. I've heard that. I've heard Dr. Afra is meant to be very, very good. Mm-hmm. on the list of things to read it's on marvel unlimited i should just read it so um metro exodus pc enhanced edition arrives next week good game yeah and we're getting the pc enhanced edition i still haven't finished it so quite looking forward to that i mean week. the first two metro games are probably better horror games but actually for a little bit of open world little little bit of open world i'm saying um sort of post-apocalyptic craziness and a little bit of scary stuff it's it's a good game and also there's nothing more exciting than riding around on a train filled with russian people that's just exciting i mean yeah that's that's <laughs> the interrailing experience isn't it I suppose. absolutely yeah. uh dan says little ug not piggy fellow found luke's hand in the plumbing in bespin is that real i don't know I mean, it makes so much really? sense else why not yeah exactly um, a golden... clogging up someone's toilet. Yeah, it won't. I found your problem. You got a hand down there. Yeah, had this metal cylinder with it, but uh, yeah, don't worry yeah, about that. I chucked that away. Yeah, yeah. Um, a golden Wii created for the Queen of the UK, Elizabeth II. Just in case you were unsure, is currently for sale on eBay for a sum of three hundred thousand uh, dollars. The luxurious consoles current owner a dutch video game collector and called donny has put the queen's Wii up for sale because he is moving on with life um i mean if you yeah. just heard someone saying that the queen's Wii was up for sale you'd you'd be sort of like i'm not i, I don't i'm not i don't want it 
Oh, oh, it's a oh, it's a wee. Oh, wee. Do, does it come with wee fit? I mean, you know. <laughs> Dan says he just made it up. <laughs> oh, we, 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 we're on, hanging on your there every word there, Dan. Re- reporting it as news. <laughs> there we go. That's what Queen's happened. Piss now, goes up for sale. Yeah, there we go. No, no. Dan says he just made the uh, the uh, little Ugnot fellow finding. Uh, the hand. I mean, that, that, that probably is broadly what happened, isn't it? Yeah, we'll go with it. That, that's well, what happened. Now, up some ventilation. As as I'm concerned. Um. Yeah, Queen getting rid of her Wii. You can like buy. You can buy Aurora games if you've been aware that she had well. one. Nah, she probably wasn't aware. Maybe Prince Andrew borrowed it though to entertain. Um. So, uh, <laughs> moving on. Um. Here we go. Have you seen the video of the man gliding down the street on a hoverboard? No. There is a video of a man gliding down the street on a hoverboard. Um, apparently it costs 20000 to make. You can pick one up for 20000 You guys all said you want a hoverboard? I mean, I'm can. calling bullshit on this because they're not physically possible. They are physically possible. They're this not, is real. Huh? Oh, what? Because you saw it on YouTube? No, this is 100% real. Oh yeah, it looks like a drone, doesn't it? Yeah, you're basically run, you know, walking on top of a drone. Not walking on top of a drone. You're riding a drone essentially. I'm walking on my drone. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so it's, it's got like a a propeller. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, it's not a hoverboard, then, is it? Does it fucking hover? Well, so is a helicopter a hoverboard? No, a helicopter is a helicopter because it's not a board. These things are boards that hover. They yeah, are it fucking hoverboards. A skateboard with two little tiny plastic discs <laughs> on the bottom that magically floats. That is a hoverboard. Okay, so this doesn't count as a hoverboard then? Of course it fucking doesn't. Just because it's a board that hovers doesn't mean it's a hoverboard. <laughs> I mean, sure. Sure. I would, if I owned one of these, I would be so high up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling really scared. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, if I owned one of these, I'd never fucking use it. <laughs> I'd never. I, I would be. I would. You I, know I, what I mean? You I'd use so- it once around the garden, like. Uh, 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 no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Because <laughs> yeah, suddenly you're taller than a building, and yeah. you're suddenly beginning to panic, and then suddenly a plane flies past you, and you're like, yeah. uh, "Oh god." <laughs> Duncan says Whoa. Russ is right. What the fuck have you got on him? It's What's not that? even. It's not even a board. It's like a quadricopter. It's a it fucking board. It's a hoverboard. It's like, not skateboard shaped. It's just a so, quadricopter that someone's standing on. This is the closest you're going to get. I know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I don't disagree with that. It's just it's not a fucking hoverboard, is it? Yeah. Um, X Cloud coming to iOS, and as a result, iOS oh, update. Cool adds native ps5 xbox series x controller support so you can just just series x controllers you can you already had uh xbox one controllers so yeah all right okay cool so xcloud if you've got a uh, game pass ultimate they're sending out codes to everyone gradually so you can so let me get this straight you'll be able to sit there with your ipad Mm -hmm. and an xbox controller yep and play xbox games yep that is brilliant it's good isn't it it is really good. And that, that's not streaming it from your console or from your PC. It's just streaming it from the magic. Yeah, from the magic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's streaming it directly from the magic, so yeah. That's very good. That opens up a whole new realistic way of playing games in bed at 2 o'clock in the morning. It does. 
definitely um you don't even some of the games you don't even need control sea of thieves for example has touchscreen controls you can play the whole game on touch. I always find it. Wouldn't it, like fucking I recommend it. I get I annihilated by playing. I get annihilated by playing it on controller up against people on keyboard it, it, and mouse. Like yeah. trying to, I don't think you do very well at Call of Duty if you're trying to do it with touchscreen yeah. controls. So like, it, there's most things you could probably do on Sea of Thieves without a without um, controller or keyboard and mouse. But like, as soon as you go up against another person, you will get just. I get annihilated anyway. But but the idea of like playing on touch screen, just frantically trying to hit the buttons on the on the on the touch screen, while someone's on a keyboard and mouse, just like circling you, just stabbing you, that doesn't appeal to me too much. But the idea of playing it on my phone or on an iPad or on you can play it on Windows Ten PCs as well. So if your PC isn't like hasn't got a decent graphics card or anything you can still then as long as you've got game pass ultimate then stream these games from it which is pretty cool i think that's pretty very cool. cool yeah i mean in a, in a in a world where graphics cards are very hard to come by that is very cool yeah yeah 100 percent. uh on to harrison ford um here we go harrison ford shares a scathing list of blade runner criticisms at the oscars uh, delivered a mini roast to Blade Runner during his presentation slot at the Oscars this year, but it was a roast made up of notes that came from the movie's original screenings to the studio executives. Typical Ford fashion, everything about his roast was dry, yet it still packed plenty of heat as he appeared on stage to present the award for best film editing, carrying a crumpled piece of paper in his pocket containing the scornful studio notes for the 1982's Blade Runner. He then proceeded to share those editorial suggestions. I'd like to share some notes, some editorial suggestions that were prepared from the screening after the screening of uh, the movie I was in. Uh, brooding Rick, Rick Deckard opening too choppy why is the voiceover track so terrible he sounds drugged um, this is one of my favourite films they're talking about uh, were they all on drugs uh, flashback dialogue is confusing is he listening to a tape why do we need the third cut to the eggs the synagogue music is awful on the streets we've got to use Vangelis uh, up to Zora's death the movie is deadly dull this movie got work, gets worse at every screening <laughs> one of my favourite all time films that's uh, yeah, yeah widely now it? regarded as one of the seminal classic uh, cyberpunk dystopian yeah. sci-fi films ever yeah exactly yeah so people shut up is what I'm saying yeah. to that yeah it is. It is, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Continental. New John Wick prequel is set in the 1970s. Keanu Reeves in talks to serve as executive producer. We'll mm. use The Sopranos as a blueprint. <laughs> I love that. Uh, what we're exploring in The Continental is the young Winston and how it came to be that he and his team of conf- confederates found their way into the hotel, which we have met for the first time in the movie franchise 40 years later. I quite like that. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Look, I, I thought the best thing they could have done with that is um, is do it like a, each week's a different story about like an assassin at the Continental doing different things and having to go and do different things. I thought that might have been quite cool. But I suppose it's only so many things assassins do because they mostly just assassinate people, don't they? So, What was that Tarantino film uh, that uh, Tim Roth was in? Uh, as the bellboy was it five rooms or three rooms what's that one but it's basically just him going through different 
it's him mm. as the bellboy involved in like three or four different stories about three or four different rooms in the hotel. Is it three rooms or five rooms? Something like that, yeah. That was that was a good film. I quite like that. That that's quite a nice idea. It's sort of almost like there's one character that kind of ties it all together, and maybe, like you say, it's it's like a different character. Or like this this one character touches on a different is, is an integral part of every story. Yeah, you know that plays out over the week. That'd be quite cool. But yeah. you know, I'll take I'll take an actual prequel. Yeah, definitely. Um. PlayStation Plus Video Pass is a streaming app that will be tested for a year in Poland. I, okay. I can't get my head around this. That they essentially went, okay, we need to do something. Let's get a video app on there as well. Not realizing that this is the exact same mistake that Xbox made in the last generation. Mm-hmm. How can they not see that? Like the like focusing on every anything but games is what got games consoles, Xbox consoles in trouble last time round. Yeah, they either don't know or don't care. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the big news: we had the Dice Awards uh, a week ago, a week and a bit mm-hmm. ago, I think. Here are some of the big winners. Um, winning the game of the year Hades outstanding achievement in game direction Hades outstanding achievements in game design Hades Uh, action game of the year Hades adventure game of the year Ghost of of Tsushima family game of the year was Animal Crossing fighting game of the year was Mortal Kombat racing game of the year was Mario Kart Live tried that role playing game of the year Final Fantasy 7 Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 won Sports Game of the Year. Microsoft Flight Simulator won Strategy Slash Simulation Game of the Year. And Immersive Reality Game of the Year was Half-Life Alex. Um, I kind of want to bring this up because I, I just wanted to... Oh, um, obviously, Outstanding Achievement Animation, Last of Us Part 2, because you can't have an award without giving Last of Us something, <laughs> at least. Um, yeah. Ghost of Shima won a ton of awards. Last of Us won some awards. And uh, Hades won a ton of awards. And I just kind of wanted to use this as an excuse to say, I'm playing Hades at the moment, and it is fucking brilliant. It is... Like, I started playing it a while ago, and went, I can't get into it. Then I tried again, and then I looked at my phone, and I'd been playing it for like three hours, and I hadn't even realised. It is really fucking good. Like... It's a roguelike, isn't it? Yeah just amazing the 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 humor in it is excellent so every time you die you come back and like the people uh that are in in the 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 first like room as you walk past go oh i see you uh so and so killed you this time yeah (laughs) i'm gonna try better this time i'm sure i'll get there next time and then you have to go up to hades because i see you're back again yeah (laughs) sorry so you you play uh, hades son in this and the idea is you've got to escape um, through a variety of different challenges. Um, you unlock certain things, some of it permanent, some of it just... Um, it's, it's a roguelite, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the best way of describing it, but it's an incredibly well-done roguelite. And the dialogue's hilarious. The fighting in it is fun. You feel genuinely really powerful. If you've got a Switch, I think it's £22 on the Switch store, and it is... An incredible 
22 pounds to spend on a switch store that generally oh wait until it's 20 quid I think you'd really love this, Tom. I, oh, I, 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 I yeah. undoubtedly would. I mean, I'm a massive fan of stuff like Frost yeah. the Light and uh, um, uh, and similar games. So, yeah, yeah it's, uh, and Undertale, which is for some reason what it's making me think of at the moment. This uh, watch a trailer for it at some point. It is it is genuinely just just. I'm having such a good time. I'm getting my ass kicked every single time, and yet I still just kind of want right. Crack on. Let's try again. Mm. Like I, I don't usually good. get into games like that. Like Dark Souls just doesn't grab me. Although I have a feeling that if I had, if I forced myself to sit down and actually just play it, it probably would. Um, but when the, Dark Souls yeah. clicks, yeah, that's what when it clicks is when that's, we start. That's to a enjoy similar it. experience I had with this. It is really, really good. And I, I, if you say if you've got a Switch, it's one of those things that because you, you're dying so often, but as you die, you've accumulated resources that you can spend on certain things different weapons and whatnot then you um it's it's you feel like it's not a waste so i got to a point where i wanted to unlock something so i was like okay i'm gonna die a ton but i'm gonna take this particular route so i can use these resources to unlock it um and i died and then i unlocked the thing that gave me essentially an extra life um and yeah just just great really really good really well done really funny really silly the all the the drawings in it are horny as fuck um just really really good i mean look at the guy that's on the cover of the this 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 week's pod fucking hell should tell you everything you need to know well worth playing does it for you eh yeah like the best best outside of sea of thieves probably the best game i've played this year so far nice so, yeah. Do we want to do a quick round of other things people have been up to? I mean, I know we're five past ten, but do a quick one. I mean, I've yeah. not been up to much. No, me neither, really. So, been playing Hades. When you, when you start, Russ? Yeah. Uh, I've been watching uh, Dead Pixels. Did you ever see that? The Channel no. Four thing. No, it's quite good. Which one's it's, that? Um, it's uh, it's it, it's you know, it's like a a flat share sitcom type thing, but they're mm. mad into this meant to be World of Warcraft style mmorpg and it actually like it's it's clearly written by somebody who has played warcraft and understands mm. it and likes it rather than just going oh yeah gamers yeah uh, it's pretty good it's quite funny a bit like it's the got, guild um, then bit what sorry a bit like the guild then probably like similar vibe mm. yeah um yeah that. probably sort of yeah the guild is quite close to it i suppose mm. It's got her out of Raised by Rules in it. She's really good. Can't remember what her name is. Um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. Oh, and I've been watching uh, Superstore as well, which is very chocolatesome. I really like Superstore. Like, yeah. yeah. It's not like... There's nothing sort of super groundbreaking about yeah. it. It's like a nice workplace sitcom goes, it's really good. It's got a really good heart. Like it, mm. it's genuinely like his heart's in the right place. So the end of season one, it doesn't matter if I spoil this. Really, does it? Doesn't matter. You watch the end. Well, watch. Let's just flash up some spoiler tags. Spoilers, yeah. So like when the guy gets fired because he um, suspends with pay the pregnant lady because um, she's not going to get maternity leave because America like they all go on strike 
And it's like little things like that. It's just showing that people in retail really do get shat on from quite a high height a lot of the time. Yeah. So, like, it really appeals to me on that front in the sense that it's, you know, none of that stuff you could ever get away with in a shop. There's things that happen in it that you're like, okay, well, that just wouldn't happen. But but at the same time, there's certain things that, that do happen in retail and it, it does actually highlight them. It's clearly someone involved in writing this has worked in a shop, I would imagine, at some point. Yeah, so. it's more than just the thought, oh, and we'll set it in a uh, shop this yeah. time. Exactly, yeah. Really, really good heart. It does go into some of the realities of like being somebody working on very low or minimum wage yeah. in the US with the healthcare system and things like that to deal with as well. Yeah. And it's just silly as well at most of the time. So, yeah. Yeah, it's also very funny and yeah. silly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm quite enjoying that. Um, it's about it, really. Nice. Timothy? Uh, so I've been playing a little bit of cyberpunk, mm-hmm. you know, about 20 Counting. minutes here and there, um, before it crashes my entire system. Um, but something that I, I picked up recently, I'm just going to quickly flip back to my desktop and you'll see it all goes very dark in my room when I do that. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, ah, the mm. original, uh, I've been playing that, uh, again, which, which is very nice. So it was on the, um, GOG or GOG, mm. everyone just calls it GOG, uh, or GOG for about seven quid. So I picked it up, downloaded the unofficial plus patch, which restores a ton, I mean like a ton mm. of cut content, solves a load of bugs and stuff like that. And it's still, for me, one of the best um, RPGs like that you can play on the PC. It's, it's phenomenal. And the, the setting is brilliant and the vampires are awesome. It's really, really cool. It makes me very excited for Bloodlines 2, but also mm. quite nervous for it as well because it's got quite big shoes to fill. Um, and also, uh, finally got around to uh, picking up uh, Black Mesa, uh, the definitive edition, uh, mm. which is the um, massive mod that basically has remade uh, Half-Life properly, the original mm. Half-Life properly in the Source engine. Um, and the Zen levels that previously were the maligned part of the original game are actually really good fun to play uh, now and I mean it's totally reimagined like in the original game when you first arrived on Zen you were just suddenly in Zen and you just had to do stuff you had to get used to a whole new style of playing and it was a, a weird alien world and there was nothing that really felt like you were connected to everything that you've done in the game before like through going through the facility and fighting soldiers and stuff whereas in in the in the Zen that the Black Mesa team have managed to pull together, uh, there's like, you know, great big bases that the science team obviously set up in Zen that you have to work your way through. And there's, um, you know, uh, zombie, um, like headcrab zombies wearing HEV suits and stuff that you, you come across. Cause obviously they're trying to get across the fact that the Black Mesa scientists had actually gone there, set up sort of almost science facilities on Zen, like not like, you know, nice ones like kind of the sort of facilities that you'd imagine we'll set up on mars one day Mm. you know kind of um, hermetically sealed areas and you have to work your way through them and stuff it's really really good and and they've made it look amazing as well i mean they've done such a good job um so yeah i would i would definitely recommend it to anyone um who has even a passing uh fond memory of the original half-life it's like a whole new game Mm. it's kind of how you sort of remember Half-Life being, but if you actually went back to the real Half-Life, you'd be like, oh, uh-oh, this hasn't aged very well, but 
Black Mesa. That's that's a really good way to play it. Um, and that's it, really. What we've been watching, Taskmaster. Um, we've we properly got into that. And I, haven't, I haven't watched any of the new series. I've watched the first two episodes, and I can't get into it. I don't know. I mean, I don't I know mean the, the last episode, yeah, does contain one of the funniest things I've ever seen in any circumstance I mean, I'll, ever. I'll watch it eventually, but yeah. But I love Taskmaster, so yeah, sorry, Tom. It's so good. We no, yeah. no, don't apologize. We binged it, actually. I mean, I've heard Russ talk about it for so long that me and the missus over the last month or so have just binged mm. And Tom's just really receptive to if, if you suggest a TV show to me, he'll just straight out and watch it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, yeah. I'm all for recommendations, you know. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else we'd have recommended you, so. No, nothing springs to mind. No. But I mean, th- those are those are probably the three, the, the top three. If I'm keeping it top line. I, I I mean, I've been playing Hades. Like, it's one of those ones that if I'm editing a pod, I can just grab the switch and just play a little bit of that. Or if I'm uh, sitting at the TV, it's it's a game that actually makes me want to dock the switch to play on a big TV. Yeah, <laughs> dock. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, Sea of Thieves with Dan. Me and Dan hit up some CFDs this weekend. Had a successful mm-hmm. little voyage. Pirate Legends now. Both of us. So, you know, that's nice. I think we were last time, actually. Oh, I was, but Dan wasn't. But now we're both Pirate Legends. I don't believe you'd ever mentioned that at all. No, Pirate Legend. Yeah. Just saying. You know, you're in the presence of a ledge. Um, <laughs> so, um, what else have been up to? Watched a bit of Haunting of Bly Manor again the other day. Just because Sarah was watching it, but kind of got engrossed in it that that's really good and haunting a hill house as well for that matter as well oh what a what a series it's so good so well done haunting yeah haunting yeah um other than that i've been falling asleep to the office the american office so i've watched that for like the millionth time nice yeah that's about it i don't think i've done anything else i mean forza but i mean that's not it's not it's not new (laughs) no no i've just continued playing since the last time i said i was playing forza so yeah just it's an enduring love yeah it's an enduring love and and obviously overanalyzing hundreds of nfl players or potential nfl players as well as what i've really been up to <laughs> like the last week that last few weeks really the last couple of months but th- the last week is it's really ramped up and i am tired <laughs> so yeah that's that's mostly what i've been up to Dudes, mm. nice. Well, yeah. pirate legend, bring this ship home. Well, Timothy. Well, there we go. A very nice look at some of the tiny news and some of the big news that has been going on in the world of pop culture, gaming, and film and TV, and all the stuff that we usually cover. We hope you enjoyed it. You even got a little bonus catch up. Some of the things that we've been doing. So you know, check out some of these things. Dan, just just on your beard. It's looking good, mate. Yeah. Is it? is that, is yeah hang on. That's good. That's good. I imagine, you know, you probably just wouldn't be able to pick this stuff up anywhere. Uh, I think you can. I think it's Boots. Boots, I think I got this from. I think it's like three or four quid. So, you boots? Know. But that's on the high street. Yeah, yeah it's I just, just a high street. You can walk into a yeah. shop and... Wow. You can walk into a shop and have a luxurious beard. I had no beard this morning. Yeah, and it's just... Mm. That's what that... Amazing. That's That's amazing. Also, this this cup of tea that I've been drinking is still hot. Nice. Thanks to my magic Bowden cup. 
Um, it's not really tea in it now because I've drunk it all, but it's <laughs> it's still hot. Amazing. It's still still hot. Oh, 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 it's a bit. Oh, it's too hot. You know. Oh. Um, anyway, thanks so much for watching. Also, if you've been on YouTube. I'd quite like an iPhone. Yes, iPhone. I don't want this phone again. Sony. This phone sucks. Don't don't send us that. Um, thanks very much for watching, YouTubers. Let's give them a wave, everyone. Come on, that's why the YouTubers are here. Thanks very much for watching the stream. Also, listeners, thank you very much for listening to us. Obviously, I am a bit passive aggressive about the stream, but honestly, without you, the podcast just wouldn't exist because you guys or girls and whoever and whatever you are, you're the ones that have been listening to it. So, you know, thanks for that. If you want to attract with us or let us know any news, views or opinions that you've been holding very dear to your heart that you want us to know about, please do hit us up on any of our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so use the handle at TMTOOH and in the Instagram bio, you will find a link to our Discord site, which, well, there's all sorts of conversations going on about everything from PC hardware to some series or board game called The Expanse. I'm not entirely sure. Dan and Russ go on about it all the time. Doesn't really sound like my cup of tea. Sounds a bit it's not for obvious. You, Sounds a bit obvious. obvious now, I, now I don't want you to watch it, but that's where I'm at now. I actively don't want you to watch it. Mm. Fair dues. Too your wish, good for likes. Your wish yeah. is my command. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so join us on Discord where you can actually have conversations with us. Oh yes, uh, I've got one more right. thing to add that I totally forgot about. Also, Dan's got one more thing. Sorry, well I've got two more things. So I'll, I'll do the the marveling Marvel. We're moving yeah. on from just Marvel stuff. We'll be doing all kinds of movie stuff. So next week we are doing our Nolan ranking, ranking all the Nolan films. Um, from Dark Knight Rises to whatever's number one. Um, so, um, so look forward to that. Uh, but my well, wish is that you had kept renaming that podcast, depending on what show you're watching, because then you could call the next one "Looking at Loki." Oh my god! Maybe See? we will. Maybe we will. That's too good. Um, so, uh, TV's just turned on because the cat's just walked on the skybox. Um, so. Uh, the, on the, the list of movie villains that made it through in the West was what I was going to announce. Ah. Okay, so Terminator beat Ming the Merciless. Yeah, Saruman beat Cyrus the Virus. I'm Fair so enough, cool. really. Uh, Killmonger beat Cruella Deville. Oh, I don't know if I agree well. with that. Uh, I don't mind. Uh, Dracula beat Vigo. Um, the shark from Jaws beat Clarence from Robocop. That's been a, a, a cause of some controversy. Yeah. Um, Thanos, Thanos beat the Raptors. Boo. Uh, <laughs> T-1000 beat Patrick Bateman. Of course. Yeah. Loki beat Annie Wilkes, another cause of some controversy as well. I disagree with that one as well. I do as no, well. I think Loki probably fair enough in the side, I guys. I quite like Luke. 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 <laughs> I quite Luke, like... I quite like Loki, whatever. I quite like Loki, uh, but yeah, I kind of agree with that one. Hans Gruber beat Hades uh, by oh, one vote in the end. Michael Myers beat Roy Batty. I'm mm. so annoyed about that. I fucking yeah. Mike Myers. Well, I mean, horror icon, I guess. Yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> Hal beat Anton Chigurh, which is the one I'm most pissed off about. How the yeah, fuck did that, that happen? That's right. What are you talking about? Have you seen No Country how, for Old Men? Is like, come on, Hal's incredible. Have you seen No Country for Old Men? No, but I don't he need is, to because Hal's that good. He is the devil in human form. He is utterly, utterly terrifying. Yeah, but Hal's the devil and he's also a computer. 
Uh, disagree norman stansfield beat uh dark helmet which i kind of agree with yeah. uh another close one penny uh pennywise lost to freddy krueger by one vote Ugh. nurse ratchet beat dr william weir by one vote well, that was closer than i imagined yeah. uh the alien queen beat pinhead and uh voldemort beat imitep yeah well that's bound to happen wasn't it yeah yeah boom nice done so there we go. I'd also like to say that, um, obviously, I've been talking about my magic Bowdoin cup. My wife sent me 11 messages saying it's not magic. Um, it's something to do with thermos dust or something. I don't know. Thermos dust? Yeah. Thermos it's made, dust. That sounds I mean, it's, pretty it's, magic. <laughs> I, think, I think it's made from the tears and ground up horns of unicorns. I think oh, something okay, to do yeah. with that. Because um, there's no way that you can have a cup that keeps things cold and hot i mean without it being some sort of sorcery so on that note we're going to wrap it up we're going to say goodbye to russ Ta-ra. we're going to say goodbye to dan goodbye it's a big goodbye from me tom and on that note let's cue the music 